Welcome to Enthusiastically Self-Employed, the show created for you as a coach, consultant, solopreneur, and small business owner. Those of us who are enthusiastic about growing our business and learning along the way. This show features expert interviews from business rock stars in my network, plus solo episodes with marketing and LinkedIn tips from me, Brenda Mellon. Years ago, the universe nudged me forward into a new path as a solopreneur. I didn't know it at the time, but my career in corporate marketing and my knack for LinkedIn opened a new door for me. Whatever brought you into being self-employed, whether it was a corporate career transition, downsizing, early retirement, or a desire for a more fulfilling career path, my guess is you found this show because you are also enthusiastically self-employed. I'm glad you found me. Now let's get started. It happened to me again today. I opened up my email inbox and I'm looking through messages to see if any require action. And I got another one of these where I was added to someone's email list. I looked at the sender name and I don't know if you do this, but this is what I do. I looked at the sender name and then the person looked a little familiar. So I looked them up on LinkedIn. Lo and behold, yep, they're a LinkedIn connection. I go back to the email again, scroll through to the bottom, and there's an unsubscribe link, which means they have added me to their mass email list without my permission. I don't know about you, but I get a little annoyed when this happens. And I'm always trying to focus on putting energy in the right direction to grow our business, to support our business. But sometimes these things can be a little bit of a time suck, and also they cause some negative energy. Wouldn't you agree? So what I want to talk to you about in today's podcast episode is is how to address these issues when they're happening. You're getting added to someone's email list without permission. And the goal here is to maintain professionalism, to maintain friendliness, because you never know where the future may lead. This person could end up being a client or a potential referral partner for you. But also, you know, could there be an opportunity for for a learning experience, so to speak, to help to educate them about the power of email and the power of having an opt-in process? So I actually did a blog about this on LinkedIn not too long ago, and I'll put the link into the show notes if you want to read the blog as well. But I want to walk you through some of the the, the anatomy of these things, if you will. So you're you're on this email list and you have not been added. So why are they adding you? Well, I've kind of figured out there's a few reasons that this might occur. And, and the reason I know these things is I've talked to people and I ask the question. <laughs> I'm somewhat, I get direct on these. I'm like, how can I get added to your email? Can I, can I ask, did someone give you permission? And these are some feedback that I have been given from individuals. And some people think that when you are connecting with them on LinkedIn, that they automatically have your permission to use your email to communicate with you, including through their mass email list. And is this technically true? I'm not really sure if it is. But it's definitely not explicit opt-in, which is what all of our email newsletters are designed to do, to have an explicit opt-in option. And even more often nowadays, we're seeing a double opt-in. So when you request to join and then you get an email to confirm your subscription, you know, there's pros and cons, and I'm not going to argue that today. But at any rate, if I'm connecting with you on LinkedIn, I am definitely not giving you permission to add me to your email list. And LinkedIn even knows this. Because now in our exported connections list, they no longer provide email address unless you've checked a box that says it's okay to make this available in the download. So I think they've gotten some feedback from their user community as well. 
So that's one reason they're doing it, because they think by connecting to you, they have permission to add you to their email list, to their mass email list. And technically, yeah, they might have permission to email you on a one-on-one basis, but in mass email, it's a little bit of a different animal. Wouldn't you agree? The second thing is they may be finding your email someplace online and adding it to their mass email list. And in this case, they know they should not be doing this. They know that you didn't ask to be added, but they're willing to take the chance that you won't mark them as spam and that you'll buy from them eventually. And honestly, there's probably a handful of people out there that don't even know that this is a violation of canned spam laws that exist out there. So that's why I say, well, let's maybe give them an opportunity to educate them, to treat this as a learning experience. But if they know they shouldn't be and they're doing it anyways, it's definitely very annoying and very risky to do. The other thing is they could be adding your email because they purchase your email as a list. And somewhere along the way, maybe you did check a box when you registered for an event, whether you paid for the ticket or if it was a free event. And in very fine print, the event organizer said, by registering, you give us permission to share your email address. And there's probably a checkbox that was checked by default and you had to uncheck it and you missed it. And who knows where they purchased the list from. Now, with this past scam spam laws, now I'm no lawyer. This is not legal advice, but I would say... I, this is definitely a gray area. You'd have to document where the, the agent came from and where the permission was obtained. But at any rate, it's definitely annoying. And I think we want to think about that. Is it legal and is it annoying? It's annoying. I didn't request to be added to your list, so why are you adding me, right? So a little while back, I started a new approach, and I want to know what you think. And this is what inspired the blog and also what inspired this episode today. And the backstory here, when this first happened, it was as a result of being added to a list. And I'm a professional member of a professional membership group, a paid group, which hosts a recurring group networking call. And we shared LinkedIn URLs in the chat. I I sent this woman an invitation to connect on LinkedIn. She accepted. And I had, I think, some checklists at the time that were as as a part of my auto reply. And she subscribed and she said she opted in. She got a free checklist. And then she said, hey, I've added you to my email email newsletter distribution. And she said, if you're not interested, you can unsubscribe. So she's telling me she's adding me in. So I guess that's good. It's a polite thing. But she's saying, if you don't, if you're not interested, you can unsubscribe. A day or so later when I day or so later when I read that message, I replied and I asked her if she was open to some feedback. And she said, sure. And I got busy. And it was probably the next month when I got her next monthly email that I got annoyed again and I don't remember subscribing and I looked her up on LinkedIn and I saw her messaging history and then I remembered I forgot to reply back. So then I did. On that day, I did reply back and I said this. Sorry, this took me a while to reply back. Got busy that day and I should have made a note to come back later. At any rate, I received another email newsletter from you today, which prompts me to look you up again. Email newsletter, rather email providers, typically ask you for opt-in permission to add people to your email distribution list. This is an expressed opt-in driven by the user and not an implied opt-in in which you add in someone to your email list on their behalf. The can spam rules put in place a while back addressed this, and there are definitely some hefty violations that can result from people reporting your emails as spam, including losing access to send mass emails from your email provider. You can avoid the spam trigger by asking permission first before adding versus after, which creates some awkwardness for the recipient, or even better, giving them a landing page to log into or to subscribe into, such as mellermarketing.com slash subscribe. 
My problem right now is that my email inbox is being flooded by so many messages and I'm being added to multiple email lists without asking to get on those lists. And when I get an email newsletter like yours that I didn't choose to opt into, it can be a bit off-putting because now if I unsubscribe, I feel like I'm snubbing or being rude to you. And we're new connections and we're both in this group and I don't want to seem rude by unsubscribing. Does that make sense? Most people won't say anything when they are added to a new email list without asking to be added. They'll either ignore reading the emails or eventually they will unsubscribe or they might hit spam and disconnect from you on LinkedIn. In your email unsubscribe menu, there's an option. Sometimes it exists on here. One of the options will say, I never gave my permission to receive these emails. Please report this as abuse, which is the spam trigger. And if you get multiple reports from an email, your email provider may lock up your account until you verify how your opt-in process is working. Side note here, back in my corporate days, we dealt with these email issues all the time. So I became hypersensitive to the rules. I did not want to get our account locked up and it happened on multiple occasions. And we had tens and thousands of emails that will be held up until we resolve the issue. So I came very clear on what the rules were. And I responded back to this person again, and I said, I'm going to unsubscribe from your email for now. If and when I'm interested in joining you again in the future, I'll let you know. And I hope you don't mind that I'm mentioning this. I'm doing so in the spirit of sharing feedback that I hope will be constructive for you. Now, that's kind of what I said to her. And I just want to say, all of that aside, the tricky part about this is that I really do want to remain friendly with this person. But I also want to try to nudge people away from adding people to their newsletter lists without permission. And I'm curious what you think of my response. If you got that response, what would your reaction be? And I'm trying to approach this from a place of kindness and respect, but also from a place of education. And I think there are some people out there that are willing to take chances and push the limits on there. And in this case, they might think, well, I just met Brenda in this networking group. She's not going to report me as spam, even though technically it is spam, right? Because I didn't request it. She's not going to do that. She might unsubscribe and that's okay. I'll take the risk. And I think a lot of these people, it's a numbers game for them. They'll take the chance on people that will unsubscribe. And because they know a lot of people will stay on their list and maybe they'll even open it up and they'll go, oh, well, this is actually kind of interesting on here. And I I have heard of other people as well that when they get added to an email list without permission, they look them up, they see that they're on LinkedIn and it's a new connection. So you, you can connect the dots pretty easily. I just connected with the person, they're adding me to the email list. And what I've seen them do is reply back to the email saying, Thanks, Joe, for sending me your email, which looks like it contains sales leadership tips. Hey, I've got an email newsletter as well, and I'm going to add your email to my list right now so you can start to get LinkedIn strategy tips from me. You should receive an email confirmation in just a few minutes. Have a great day. And, you know, Joe knows that he added you without his permission, so he's probably not going to unsubscribe from your list because that would make him look bad because he just did the same thing to you. And I've, you know, this technique is something that I've tried and I've actually converted somebody into a client using this approach, not not intentionally and not with a hard sales push, but she got on my email list. She learned about my events. She's now paid for my services on two different occasions. So the seller becomes the, 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 the recipient, the customer, so to speak in those scenarios. But this really isn't a technique that I'm using to try to convert salespeople to customers. 
It's more how to clean up my email inbox and also to be a good marketing citizen, so to speak, to help to educate people about email newsletters and the rules and even, you know, just these nuances, these these things that you're creating that are potentially causing you to be annoying to people and you don't even realize that you're doing it. You think that you're doing them a favor by sending them the tips, but if we didn't ask for it, we didn't ask for it. And it can be a bit off-putting. I don't know about all of you, but my email box is full. Every day I go into my email box and there, there's more emails that are coming in there. A lot of these things that are spam, but then when I get added to an email list without permission, it just kind of just freezes my brain for a second. I'm like, why do they do this? Who is this person? Sometimes I did subscribe and it's just been a little while, right? So at any rate, this podcast episode was just to help to educate you about some good email practices if you are doing an email distribution list. I'm now doing about two emails a week. So if you join my Meller Marketing VIP email list at mellermarketing.com slash subscribe, you'll get about two emails from me. The exception there being when I do have a launch period running or when I'm working up to launching a webinar or an event, you might receive more, but I will always provide a topic opt-out. So if you go to the bottom of my email, the very, very bottom because of the can spam requirements, you can unsubscribe from all of my emails. But just before that, in the footer of the email, I now will say, are you no longer interested in receiving emails about my podcast? Click here to unsubscribe. You'll stay on my regular LinkedIn chips email list, but you'll no longer receive emails about podcasts. So that's another way of reducing some of those email frequencies. I think we'll talk more about email frequency in another episode, but I do want to address the opt-in issue and the can spam issue. What do you think? Did you find this helpful? And maybe if you are getting some of these, you can send people to my blog and they can read up more. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you again so much for listening and feel free to share this episode with someone that you know. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Brenda Meller. I wanted to let you know if you're a coach and consultant and you're looking for some tips to really up your LinkedIn game, I've got a free downloadable checklist for you. It's called 15 LinkedIn Profile Tips for Coaches and Consultants. And this checklist is a way of getting some quick and easy tips to update your LinkedIn profile today to help generate more leads for your coaching and consulting business. To grab your copy of the list, go to mellermarketing.com slash list.